welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic McCreo, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. What's up, Laura? Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Am I? Am I? All right. All right. All right. Um, totally Tell Me, for those who are just tuning in maybe for the first time, uh, we live stream now on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, where we currently are live right now. Uh, if you're watching this after the fact, of course, you could watch the next one, which is going to be in two weeks. Every two weeks, we, we go live uh, Sunday at 7 p.m. Our next episode is going to be on November 8th, 7 p.m. with Kendra McKinley. Very excited to have her on. Um, and if you're watching right now, feel free to comment and uh, leave us leave us your mark, really, uh, and we will read it and bring it into the conversation. Um also, one quick little thing I just want to get... What were we listening to on that intro? That was interesting. Oh, yes, that? absolutely. That is the next thing <laughs> I was going to get to, so Laura. so fascinated, compelled, and I'm just simply oh, you, mesmerized. Oh, you really liked it, huh? Mata. Oh, you were a fan? Okay. Well, it's mm-hmm. actually uh, a, a up-and-coming little band here called Foxtails Brigade. Um, if you don't know Foxtails Brigade... Well, the singer is Laura Weinbach. Then you are an um, idiot because this is the Fox Hills Brigade <laughs> podcast, basically. Yeah, and if, if <laughs> this is the Fox Hills Brigade podcast, so look, get with the times. Um, no, I drummed on that <laughs> song as well. Uh, sometimes, you know, there are Fox Hills Brigade tracks that I'm not on, but I am on that one, which is a nice little uh, fun fact, I suppose you could say. Uh, but that song was Slave. It's a brand new song that we just released. Do you have anything that you wanted to add, Laura, really quick about it? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a... I made it. We made it. Um, we just made a li- music video for it at home um, last week, which was kind of fun. I don't know if you were aware of that, Dominic. Were you aware of that? Uh, I heard you guys are making music. I haven't watched it yet, but... Oh, that's I okay. Heard, no, I, I just... It, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we weren't going to make one um, officially anytime mm-hmm. soon. I would have loved to have done like a crazy video with you, Dominic, of course, but tough times are, mm-hmm. you know what we're in right now and so we what we were going to do was we 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 had a podcast not a podcast a live stream for the parlor shifts show which is the show anton and i do every monday night on our facebook page and uh we did a special one last monday to introduce our new track slave to our audiences and uh i had just i wanted to make the episode kind of special so all i did was i was planning on just doing like a background change from our normal parlor shift background and I was going to just kind of display some Fox Hills Brigade artwork on the wall. And what ended up, what was supposed to be just like a background change ended up being an all night, just like fun fest shooting a video. Stayed up to like 5 a.m. and just decided to, you know, make a video. We busted out the smoke machine. We have some cool lights <laughs> that we ended up using that I didn't expect were going to be that cool. But they actually, I felt like for what it is. It worked. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like kind of cool. The, the lighting kind of really worked. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, it's, it's, you know, it's a sort of fun little ditty. So check it out if you haven't seen it. The new video for Slave. It's out now. It is on the Fox Hills Brigade Facebook page. But I will be doing a full blast, as they say, <laughs> to all eyes and ears Just gonna, tomorrow. All right. Blast it out. Okay. One quick last little yeah. thing, and then we're going to introduce our guests. But this is, of yes. course, an important uh, week in our uh, in our time to- oh oh something weird happened here oh <laughs> well uh all right i think something happened with uh well nick you're on 
Hold on. I'm just going to, I'm going to actually introduce our guests because I think now they we, were muting their cameras and we had a little mix up. Actually, actually, Nikki, can you, can oh, you, no. I'm gone. Yeah. Laura, can you, um, t- turn your camera off and then back on me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you bet. Let me try little technical me. difficulties for those watching currently. This is a much more complex setup than you even know people. Yeah. You're about can to find out. Me? You're about to find out. <laughs> they can, they can absolutely hear you. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Am I back? Yes, you're back. Uh, all right. So one quick last little thing. This is a very important week uh, hey, in the United okay. States. Uh, and that is voting season. Uh, so please, if you're watching and you have not voted, now is the time. Please vote. And please vote for Joe Biden. Do not vote for Donald Trump. In fact, don't even go to the polls. Uh, <laughs> it's not worth it. You know, you've had him for four years. I think it's time to let's just bring in some fresh blood, you know, um, Fresh young blood with Joe Biden, our seventy-seven-year-old. Well, <laughs> no, but really, uh, this is—I am on the edge of my seat currently uh, for the last six months, really, and I just urge everyone out there to go vote. Um, Iwillvote.com is a great place, a great resource. So uh, please vote if you're in the United States. And without any further ado, let's introduce our guests. Our first time having two guests on for a uh, video stream, a live stream. And today's guests are Max and Nikki Weinbach. You are up. Hi. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Do you care to say who is who so people just have a better sense of, of who is who? Not well, really. I don't really care. Okay, all right. You don't care? Yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I'm. Well, you can actually see. Wow. Oh, no, I guess no, they can. Play the yeah. toy card. I'm Max. There we go. Max I'm, is, I'm Nikki. Max is over here. And that's Nikki. <laughs> not, oh, okay. Max and Nikki, if you don't know them, um, are comedians and, well, really multi-talented artists of, of many different kinds. They're also musicians, um, and they are also Laura's brothers, twin brothers. Uh, they have... It's they a have real a, art to be her brother. Yeah, that is one of it's the a, art it's forms. An, of, it's an art to be my brother? Hey, Max, you cut him off. Go no, ahead. because go ahead, Dominic. Because she was no, using no, multifaceted, oh, Max. I know, yeah, yeah. Ahead, Dominic. No, no, no. I want you to. I want you to keep introducing in. us. <laughs> yeah, you like that. You like that feeling of me introducing <laughs> you. <laughs> You're like kind of a little slower this time. <laughs> no, I pretty much said everything that there is no, to Nick say. No, Nick is like get to me. They, I wanted no, you to no, say something. No, no, he didn't say. Who they gotta, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys are doing live streams uh, uh, with your um, vintage basement show. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to let people know where they could find that? Sure. If every they month. Um, every third Tuesday of the month, we're doing a, a live stream comedy and music variety show with Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Of course, we're live streaming from New York City here. but um, Live from New York, it's can, the Weinbach Twins. You can find out about right. uh, upcoming shows on maxandnicky.com or, or on our Instagram, at maxandnicky, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash maxandnicky. Or, or you can go uh, to Vintage... Uh, sorry, or you can go to dynastytypewriter.com. Dot com. Um, nice. Yeah, we've we've got great guests all the time. We've in the past few months we've had Fred Armisen on. We've had Reggie Watts. Uh, you know Reggie, whatever. Margaret Cho, Judah Friedlander. Uh, DJ Real, who's also been on this show, has made an appearance or two. I DJ Real on our, has made a couple. Actually, we just we just did a live stream live show stream last night, night for the Oakland Comedy Festival. Right. Yeah. And DJ Real was DJ on. DJ Real was on that. Yeah. And so was Brent Weinberg. Man, DJ Real's got this really cool. I mean, Set he's up. really taking advantage of 
like the medium the, the medium of, of zoom <laughs> yeah. for live streaming for like live shows and it's just so awesome looking what he does it's really cool i mean mm-hmm. no, in totally. addition to it being really hilarious it's just really cool looking you know it's like really impressive you know that's just true that's just true you know it kind of makes sense though for him because i feel like he he's always kind of involved tech into his act and right. so of course now when everyone is i think kind of scrambling to find ways to involve tech into their act because now you have to. Right. right. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense that, of course, now he would be really good at it. And he That's is. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, it's not because, you know, he's obviously used a lot of sound as part of his act. Yeah, yeah. But now he has a lot of, like, visual stuff going on that's really neat. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Flieger is watching, and he, he asked, What's is, up, Laura, is Laura the only wine black at the table? And I totally missed the opportunity to say that. You're right. Normally, I do introduce you guys as not the only wine box at the table, but um, um, you know, here that. we are, and it's the moment's passed, really, so I, I, we can't go backwards. Um, mm. Oh, and a couple people said they've already voted. My mom has tuned in. She has voted. Good thing. Max and I have voted us. We uh-huh. voted. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was received. We were still registered in Los Angeles. I mean, we should be really registered in New York, but um, it was re- received by the <laughs> registrar, which is good. Isn't it? It's, it's so easy in California to track your vote, or I mean your ballot. Your ballot. Um, right. I dropped it's, off. It my... should be. They should be telling people to track the vote, not rock the vote. <laughs> track the vote in 2020. Um, no. You track instead Laura, of saying you rock. You could be like, dude, you totally track. What's your voting status, Laura? Not voted not yet, but blast, going to. But... All right. You know what? I'll tell you this much. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't voted. You know yet. why I haven't voted? It's so easy. Let so me answer easy. the question. Can I answer the question? Proceed. Okay. You it may. wasn't a question. Let me explain why I have not voted yet. I haven't voted because I've been busy telling other people to vote. <laughs> and also to find out who they're voting for. It's a matter of cold, hard fact. I did join the <laughs> Dem Dialer volunteer hotline, you know, with the DNC or whatever. For Joe, you know, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris <coughs> campaign. I'm not sick. So I what that entails. The water, the water. I thought you were so sick. Um, I mean, I, as in cool. Um, no, I, <laughs> Laura, what you're eating, I really want right now. I'll let you know about that in a second. So basically what I, it, what it means is that I'm calling people, you know, I'm cold calling people who are undecided voters in swing states and asking them if they've decided who they are going to vote yet. Vote, vote for cold, yet. Hard fact, you're cold calling people. And, uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's been an, it's been an experience. Really? You want to hear about like one or two calls? To Absolutely, people. yeah, yeah. All right, one of them was like, I call this these people. They're registered as like undecided or whatever. Or um, in so- uh, I think it was it was in um, maybe Arizona or something like that. And um, I call them up and I said, "Hi, I'm with I'm a volunteer and I'm just trying to find out if you decided who you're going to be voting for in the upcoming election." And they go. I don't vote. I never have voted, and I'm not going to vote. Do not call here again. Oh shit! Well, that's oh my god! Bad. Yeah. Damn. And uh, that was interesting. Yeah, you know, I just thought, wow, they do not want to have a democracy. No, they're not in. It's kind of crazy that you would feel that strongly to not vote in something like this election, where it's just so. Yeah. I mean, he was like adamantly interested in not voting he's like i do not want to vote <laughs> not even like third party he's just like i'm out i'm count me out he's like i do not want to vote <laughs> i will not vote 
A couple more people said they voted too. Nicole Kyle, thank you for voting. Tori Young, thank, thank you. you for voting. Adam Bucho. Vote, and don't just vote. Vote for Biden, guys. You know, yeah, I mean, look, we're not going to do. We're not. When, when I say vote, I really <laughs> I do not vote, mean vote I mean, for Trump. Don't <laughs> just be a don't. fool. Yeah. Thank you. No, but, thank you for your vote and thank you for your service. Yeah, honestly, yeah. thank you guys. I, it's it. Please. And tell your friends too, especially if they live outside of California. Like, yeah, you should still vote they in California. Outside of California. If, they, but, if they live outside yeah. of basically the coastal states, pretty much, yeah. it's like yeah. the middle of America. Well, no, is, I it's mean, really important for the middle of America and the southern states to really. No, vote. I mean, if you live on in really Florida, which is the coastal state, you should Biden. definitely vote for Why Biden. Are you inter- inter- don't inter- <laughs> I'm just saying. Just, Did you guys want to know what I was eating? Pez. No. A little what? something I like to call a Coca Cola Tic Tac. Oh, oh my god! It's a delight. I have to. Oh, say. I, bet then. I, I want it. I hope they're not sugarless, though. Let me just—they are absolutely not sugarless, and they even have a really amusing little Coca-Cola. You can't really see. That. <laughs> I can't really see it, but Coca-Cola I do like. Oh, I see it! I see it! I love the detail. <laughs> oh, I want some. Let me. Maybe we should order just some a on brief Amazon. Brief description no. of what they're like. For me, they're basically the equivalent of a hard shell version <laughs> of. A Coca-Cola Bottle gummy, thing. yeah, you know, like a sour Coca-Cola flavored gummy that you would get at like a bulk waste pickup. No, just kidding. Like a bulk item candy <laughs> place. You know what I mean? Like a Costco situation. No, not a Costco. Like like a it's sugar kind of store. Yeah, yeah. You know those right. places. It's sugar. No, it's like a candy stop type of. Situation. A candy stop. Exactly. That's very old school. For let, let me ask you this though. Do you it tastes like, just like that, but hard shell. Do you, so it it has the flavor of Coca-Cola, correct? It does. So not now, do you Coca-Cola. like do you like a flat Coca Cola? I do. I really Nikki, do. It's more like you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, Max and Nikki, any opinions on a flat Coca Cola? We're you looking for. Um, I like the taste, but um, I uh, I don't really drink anything besides water. Like I don't drink well, so I mean, easily. He didn't ask that. He no, asked if you like the flavor. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get to it though. But once in a while, if I'm very, very tired, I will pick up a, a Mexican Coca-Cola. Oh, those are so good, yeah. And uh, that might keep, you know, wake me up a little bit. <laughs> and they are good, I must say. And those aren't but flat. flat. No, no, but I know. I could drink a flat. Because here's where I'm going. Here. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I go love ahead. a flat Mountain Dew. Go ahead. I just want to say, um, I... I actually generally think sodas, they are too carbonated because they kind of hurt, actually. Mm. So I kind of like it to be not flat, though. I don't know about flat, but maybe just a a bit... Lightly spritzed. uh, Lightly spritzed, yeah. Yeah. Lightly spritzed. Now, see, Um, here's where I'm going I enjoy light spritz. If you... (laughs) To to me, the deliciousness of a Coca-Cola comes from the fresh, crisp flavor mixed with those beautiful little bubbles, you know? It's, I, it's the combo of the two. Yeah, but now, you don't want you too many out, bubbles. If you I, take I, out that carbonation, you just infuse the syrup, the you know, syrupy Doss taste into the true. This is true. Yeah. I'm just not in. I'm not no, in. No, I, I get it. I get what you're saying, Dominic. What I'm trying to say is when they when they actually first carbonate it, I think they go a little overboard on the spritziness. <laughs> I think they just need to not... And then, you know... Do, That's only do, with mainstream sodas, but with like more refined, like finer... Branded mm-hmm. sodas, such as like an elderflower soda that you could get at the pasta shop somewhere like that. It's a very light carbonation, and they actually do it completely right. Right. <laughs> it's more. But you like, know, there are certain like um, if you've ever had ginger beer, sometimes mm-hmm. those don't like that. Are, 
Oh, quite I love carbon- ginger beer. Love so, ginger beer. Sometimes those are too carbonated, and you're like, oh, this no, no. hurts. No, no, no. That's not no, true. I think, I think that's the flavor. I think the, I think the uh, yeah, Nikki, it's the flavor. I think the the mainstream sodas actually are too carbonated. I, for me now, I just it hurts. Is it? Have okay, you ever Laura? had a carbonated candy? Uh, <laughs> I mean, describe that's further. That's what's up right there. Describe Otherwise further. known as, I believe it's called Rambu, something like that. Ram- I don't remember. Maybe, I might be naming an actual soda, but you know those Japanese candies that are like kind of like Haichu, but they're not in English? And <laughs> they are... <laughs> You sound like some <laughs> ditzy, like, valley They're girl amazing. Type. They're like, absolutely amazing. You know, amazing. like those candies that are like high chew, but I'm like they're not trying to sound all sophisticated and like knowing about what I'm talking about, but I actually have no clue what I'm talking about. I know. But let me tell you, though, it is good, though. You go to one of these candy stores, an Asian candy store, preferably, and they will have these candies. They're, they're carbonated on the inside. Yum. So you're like you're That's chewing awkward. it, pretty good. like you're biting what? into it, and then the inside is a carbonated liquid. In it, not a liquid. Well, what a solid? What the hell is carbonated? Okay, <laughs> Nikki. You know, let me tell you this. Like, I haven't had any um, <laughs> like sugar products or any sweets really in almost a month because I've been currently on this low histamine diet, and because um, I, I I used to take <laughs> antihistamines every single day, and I'm trying to wheat or wean myself off of that. And so I haven't taken any in almost a month antihistamines. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to be on a low histamine diet. But you know what? With Halloween coming up, I'm very much looking forward to indulging in some sweet, sweet candy. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I got... I and got. we ordered some online and we are going to eat it on Halloween. Um, you go, because me and Max... Uh, we've been very strict about this quarantine. We haven't That's really good. gone out much, um, certainly out of our neighborhood at all. We've gone out of our neighborhood maybe twice during the quarantine. Oh, I, I've gone. Uh, well, no, I've gone out a couple times just yeah, yeah. for a long, a longer sure, walk. Sure, sure. I've sure, never sure. like sure. gone to a, a very far off place or anything. Um, but. I actually, we live in New York. I've only been into Manhattan once during this whole quarantine. And that was because I was a uh, witness for a wedding that happened in Washington. Can I get Park. a witness? <laughs> but um, that's what they said. So, so what I'm trying I to say is, I stopped myself from saying that because I thought, no. What I'm trying to say is, we've been what getting things. About? We've been getting things delivered, and we're getting candy <laughs> delivered for you. I and would we're say excited that. about that for, on Halloween. Candy is a tradition that can live through quarantine. You know, yeah. there's um, a lot of I think aspects of many holidays that cannot live on, but. I do believe that the candy aspect of Halloween can indeed live on. They, it can absolutely. But is trick or treating going to live on? Yeah, no. but trick or treating is not living. Trick or treating cannot Maybe. live on. No, cannot yeah. live on. Cannot live. So that sad. just seems very dangerous. Yeah. That's so sad for the kids. I mean, there are probably there's maybe like a safe way to do it, but the thing is, is you'd really have to trust everyone in the neighborhood to do it. Yeah, safely. I don't trust everybody in the neighborhood. There is a and safe way. You can get candy at Safeway. <laughs> exactly. It. Yes. That's not safe. Well, you could get it ordered from or delivered from Safeway. Yeah, say, I'd true. say it's that's not too bad. I mean, you could also, yeah, you can get you it can make candy. I bought some. Uh, <laughs> you really I Wonka? actually ordered some. Well, you yes, I wanted the candy. <laughs> One of my dreams in life, I'm not even kidding you, is come to have my own me, candy factory in which I just me. I get to just come up with ideas and a chemist is on site that just makes my ideas happen. I do Wait, know you want to talk about true. Willy Wonka? 
Well then, come with do. me, <laughs> and you'll be hey, in a world of pure imagination. <laughs> Whoa, that was actually pretty trippy for me. Um, what are what are you guys' Halloween plans? Actually, uh, is it just to well, eat a big old bag of candy, or well, no, we, we actually our, our, our friend is has okay. his birthday on that day. Okay, and so we're gonna get on <laughs> Zoom with him and some other people, and. Maybe get in some costumes. No, no, it's there's going to be a little bit of a con- costume contest and um, and a and it's a trivia night too. It's going to be oh. it's a trivia thing. Oh, nice! And so it's going to be a fun time. I hope you know. I think it is. Yeah. By the I way, guys, for just kids, a little chime in here. Um, I will be doing a Halloween sort of ex- uh, extravaganza for the next Parlor Shift show. So tune in for that. There's going to be all kinds of tricks and treats. Oh, you and know what would be? We fun. have a whole setup going, guys. I mean, just ex- expect some fun. On Halloween. No, it's on Monday. It's tomorrow night. So tune in, seven o'clock on the Foxtails Brigade channel. (laughs) You know what'd be cool? It's It's not on Halloween though. No, but it's gonna be all it's gonna be we're doing a whole Halloween freak fest. Laura, what's your plan for the actual day though? Right. Don't know yet. Oh, you know what? Actually, so my friend might be coming up from LA to stay with me. Ooh, I don't don't like that. that. That's not safe. (laughs) Well, we get tested. We all we how we do it is that you know we, we get tested it. beforehand. She's gonna have to stop it. over, get gas. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Well, I go to the. I mean, guys, I like I go to the store, so you know that's my life. Like that's know. that's I my mean, level of sort of safety. That's the measure. thing is I don't I've think people are being strict. You what? Enough. Wait, what is that, Dominic? You say what, Dominic? Oh, I said I breached the store. I, I already I breached I breached that a long time ago. Mm. Like I've gone I, to the yeah. store for sure. Well, I do it. I personally don't. I I personally wouldn't do that, but I will it's say in fine. California, you the, don't know what the word breach. I will well, say I like that, what? Do I got to explain the joke. I will say that in in California, though, the stores are bigger actually, so there's more space to go around. Look, you know. Adam Sherry's here. What's up, dude? If everybody were as strict as me and Max during the quarantine for one month, for one month, we would have been done with COVID years ago. That is very true. Could have been. Years, exactly. years ago. Years we would have been done with COVID years ago. Exactly. Years ago. <laughs> we would have yeah, gone back exactly. to years. We would have gone back in time and be done with it uh-huh. two years ago. That way, when we come here, we can set the clock forward and do the rock show on time. What is this, Bill and Ted? Is that what no, the reference uh, was? Listen, sort of really, though, I'm, I'm being completely serious about this. People, you got to be more strict about this quarantine business. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know... People are thinking it's just conservatives that are not being that are being very loose about it. But I see a lot of liberal friends posting things on Instagram and Facebook, and they're not being careful at all. And it really kind of it it annoys me a little bit. You know, it's like people, we got to get through this. I don't want to be in this quarantine for another year. You know. Well, I mean, to be honest, I I've already I'm past the point of thinking that people are going to abide, and so I just think like. Look, it's just we're gonna have to wait for the the vaccine. The dude, or we have to wait for a government that's actually gonna vaccine. make us get through this on a faster pace here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't honestly. It's if not the, government just the government just like it's, made us lock down. I think if they if they made everybody just stay in for a solid month, two or two months, it would be over. Yeah, I'm just I know, making but, it such a partisan issue, and it and it was just like yeah. If hey, the government just said this is it, we're all in, we're all doing this. Yeah, yeah I know, but it's like I, come quite on, simple. Guys. But I mean, like, as what Nikki was saying, it's not just squash it out. It's not just the Republicans. No, no, though. I know. It's, it's, that's what Dominic's saying. He's like, it shouldn't be a partisan thing, you know? No, no it I has know, nothing but, to do with that. It's just health. It's safety. Like, doesn't no, everyone no, agree no, on I that? Know, I, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying <clears throat> to yeah. say. Anyway, um, we got a couple of comments. Not everyone agrees though. on that. 
we had a couple of fun comments I was just going to read real quick from the audience. Uh, Adam Adam Sherry, he says, uh, I made a bowl full of Tootsie Rolls earlier today, and he beat... <gasps> I think he means like a toilet bowl full. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was just that a sort of he, interpretive That is what he's saying. That is yeah. what he's saying. Wait, do you guys know him personally? Or? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam Sherry. You've um, met him too. Brent, have I? Oh, Brent's, I'm sorry. Adam. He was at my birthday at, party like birthday. two years ago. Brent's known him oh, since, and you were there. since, uh, High, since uh, middle grade school. Middle school. Grade school. And he also, he also said, I beat COVID in 2003. And then Chris, Chris Flieger followed that up with, now you have a bowel full of Tootsie, like MC Hammer's too much Tootsie. Too <laughs> much Tootsie. Oh, you Tootsie know. roll. Oh, I see As you will. I'm not um, joking, though. I'm not even joking, though. You really, I am going to make my own gummy bears. You're going to, I oh, bought, okay. I, um, I actually purchased a gummy bear mold on <laughs> Amazon. Serious? I am not even joking. I really wanted to try making my Wait, own. Was it, is it like small? No, they're like these silicone molds. No, I know, but are the molds <laughs> and like they're used gummy for implants bear size for various they, sort of are they like pose? Are they this small or is it like a big gummy bear thing? They're this small. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a tray, and you you had there's a dropper, and you make a you basically get a gelatinous gloop, and it's you drop. Like, I'm sorry, bits, everybody. You drop dropper fulls of sorry. Carry on, uh, Nick. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's like a creepy crawler situation. <laughs> you know, Max, I'm raising my hand. No, it's you know, Nick. I'm sorry, everybody. Class, Nick. Um, the name's teacher. Nikki, teacher, I gotta use um, it. I'm sorry, Nikki. Nikki, I don't um, know why I'm calling you Nick. Is this sort of the free talk portion of the show? Just you know, yeah, we've been yes. footballing for a while now. Okay. I was gonna just throw in real quick though that we will be getting to Borat in let's say like 15-ish minutes. So if you're tuning in and you want to hear us talk about Borat. We will be okay. getting to that ever so shortly, ever so shortly. But yes, I just uh, wanted you. to uh, talk about a couple of things yeah, that yeah. we've recently purchased during this quarantine. Please. Such as Max and I are currently sitting on a couch, which we got during this quarantine. Uh-huh. We haven't, we've lived in New York for four, over four years and we, it took us four years to finally get a couch in our apartment. And we you don't did. need to explain this to the whole world. We also got a new TV. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> another thing we got is... We got a portable washing machine and Wait, a portable did you dryer. We got a TV? I thought I you were going to say you got a portable toilet. No, but um, we had a you're lot of like, help. Another I mean, thing Dominic I got was is a on the portable phone for, toilet. I, I was <laughs> on the phone with Dominic for a long time talking about the right TV to get. And then he steered you wrong. Well, because well, Dom- I I know because they didn't like the TV they got. No, 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 no. I wouldn't no, say no. that Dominic. He it wasn't. It looked like on the internet. It looked like it was would have been the best purchase. But when we got it, there was a, a flaw with the the, uh, the technology. The technology. Well, there you go. Dominic cannot no, be trusted. He cannot not, be trusted. This is simply not true. No, no, I'll no, state the facts Dom- in a second, but go on. No, go yeah, on. no. Dominic's, it's, Dominic was uh, not his fault But I will say at all. we did end up returning mm-hmm. that first TV, and we got a Samsung instead, and it's been oh, treating us well. Oh, Samsung. Ooh, wow. Now I actually really do feel like I see you wrong. Now I'm actually going to back up from all my statements. Oh wow. My so God. you, it was that big of a was A bust. It was a big issue. Bust. It was like, a bust. We're watching the Samsung, and it does not have any of the problems that that TCL had. That is wild. So is it is it 4K or what's the what's the biggest difference? It's 4K. Yeah. It's 4K. Yeah. It's just huh. the problem with the TCL is well, it looked TCL. like everything was in 60 frames per second. I mean, it was. Well, no, the problem like was they. It wasn't that it was. It was like a technolo- technological flaw with the Roku that was installed in it. Yeah. It, it like wasn't. Yeah, I bet if you got a separate Roku and then you hooked it up to your TV, it would probably be fine. But could yeah, be, I mean, could, could be, be, could be, could be. But then it was also then like, well, then we wasted our money on 
yeah, the part idea of, the, of getting this was a smart TV that had Roku installed on it, and it was like, okay. Part of the allure of the uh, TV, TV of the was TCL. that it had Roku in, installed in it. Now, now actually, I, I have a follow-up question on this portable washer and dryer because I am intrigued. I do not oh, have yeah, a washer and dryer in my apartment. Please mm. elaborate. Well, so we were thinking we couldn't, we didn't feel safe, especially in the beginning of the quarantine, going into a laundromat. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to know what the wash. portable washer and dryer and is, not why you got it. It's obvious. Listen, Laura, let me Sorry, go ahead. And so <laughs> I just thought to myself, I wish there was some sort of like portable washing machine that we could get in our apartment. Looked it up. Guess what? There is. Such and so we got it. You know, you can't do like large loads at once, but you can do several smaller loads and it works like a charm. It's great. Mm. Mm. Love it. Um, okay. And you just use, and you use less uh, laundry detergent per load because it's smaller. And we got a portable dryer. Sure, it's going to take a, lo- a longer to dry your things, but it still works. But you don't have to go out to do it. So you don't have like, to go out. What's the out hookup? Like, what sort of Yeah, how do you portable need? is this? Is it like Walkman size? So, so you, ba- you basically hook it up baby. to either, you hook it up to a faucet, actually. Yeah. Okay, so uh, all you need is a faucet. Yeah, and and, and, and <laughs> Laura's an not in that. That was all she outlet. needed to hear. <laughs> no, no, you need a wait. Why are you saying that, Laura? I don't know if I would want to have that myself, but hey. Why you are you joking? You guys need it. We, well, I might we need get it. it. Laura, you have Laura has you have Laura an actual washer. You have a house. You have a whole house. Laura has a full on washer and dryer. <laughs> you got a house. I know. Dominic, I us do. city people got to think I about this do. stuff. Wait, Dominic, no, we're not I allowed highly... to have a real washer and dryer in our house. Oh apartment. my gosh, so, that is Dominic. Terrible. Highly yeah. recommend you look into it. I will. Yeah. We actually Brent just bought one himself. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, that is the biggest shame of, of my apartment, to be honest, is just the fact that I have to walk two blocks to do yeah, laundry. Yeah, I know. I remember those days. There. Oh, so I remember was... those days I when I, I lived in the Castro in San Francisco, and oh, yeah. I have to walk with, a, I mean, a load, you know? I mean, kind of... <laughs> you had to walk with a in load in your Tell pants. me, what has just, changed like, since then for you, Max? <laughs> big old load just hanging out of your pants, and you just got to walk all the way over there. It's well, then I wash it. Then it's I wash it. Yeah. yeah. Then I take Everyone's off gonna... the... Then I take off the pants that have the load in it, and then I right. wash it, yeah. and then I put them back on. And, and then I just carry, sees that, your load. carry another load up to the, back to the oh, house. Oh, man, that, that reminds me of this story. When I was living in San Francisco in this, um, this place in Alamo Square Park, there was this really smelly middle-aged guy that had moved into the place. He was the worst roommate I've ever had. I didn't, we didn't want him to live there, but the landlord allowed him to move in. One day he was I a got drug up, addict. One day I got up to go do my laundry because there was drug addicts, are uh, bad people. But there was a washing machine. Would do and, drugs in the apartment. Max, please. There was a washing machine and dryer in the apart in the apartment. So yeah. I got up to go do the wash. I opened the washing machine, and it looked like there was a bunch of brown and bloody stuff in the washing machine. It was like it was all brown and bloody. Oh. I was like. What the oh. hell? Um, I was like, did this guy like wash like a pood stained like pants or something in here? It looked so gross. And like, I basically like just did a many cycles with like vinegar in there and stuff and really try to bleach it all out, you know, because it was so gross. I was like, I would have just, this guy was like the anymore. worst roommate ever, you know? Well, I don't know. We I, had, had I think, pretty, I think. T- cre- 
crazy roommate. I think you were on the other side of, of our friend uh, Dylan's story. Dylan was on this podcast, but a mere few weeks ago and told a story about a dear friend of his who um, tried to wash some poopy out of his pants uh, and just put it direct in to the wash, like no pre-wash at all, just poopy pants direct in and then just mixed it up and then like basically just it was just a full load of poo on the pants it was a whole load of poo in the pants no there was no pre-wipe full load of poop there was no pre he tried to wash the poop basically that's so crazy man I mean I wonder if that was the same load you know I love this word load right now I don't know what it is yeah he he washed a load with his loads yeah yeah absolutely uh, all right, Laura, do you have any brief, brief little moments of, of pleasure that you wanted to pass on to us before we get into Borat? Well, oh, again, oh. just to we want let to you know, about- I've been working on some Halloween fun stuff, and it's coming out tomorrow. You better check it out. Check out the new Slave video, please, people. I would love for you to just, you know, tell us how much you hate it or like it. <laughs> I don't care. Just watch the darn thing. Um, also... Uh yeah, I mean we are gonna kind of we're gonna are we gonna have a little movie like movies we've seen segment? Right. Yeah. Actually, why don't we just do that now? Um, let, okay. Let's, 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 so uh, I can say a little brief. Yeah. <laughs> so I recently got on a major um uh, <laughs> a major shining kick and hey, like watched that. not so I started with watching the '90s remake version of The Shining. Oh, that with Stephen Weber. With Steve, Steven Weber, exactly. And it was uh, also starring Cortland Mead. Or, yeah, pretty sure you say Mead. Um, also kid? of Little Rascals fame. <laughs> the kid who basically looks like this. <laughs> he looks kind um, of... And he, he's like... I see the guy. Um, and he... Uh, and Rebecca De Mornay as well. Uh, oh, daughter Rebecca of the infamous Wally George. For those who don't know, um, but that's another story. Yeah, Stephen Weber. I gotta say, I just—he's up from the show Wings. In case those who don't know, need to know. Um, it was directed by Mike movie. Garris, and yeah, I mean, it's the reason. It's it's more apparently it's more closely tied to the Stephen King book. Yes. But um, and Stephen King like signed and off he on endorsed it. He, it yeah. yeah, like because he didn't like the Stanley mm-hmm. Kubrick version. Hated it. Which which is you know it's interesting. Yeah, this '90s version is very. In, I mean, the story's kind of fun, but it's really bad, and mainly because the acting on Stephen Weber's part is just absolutely vomitous, for mm. lack of a better word. Okay. It's can, just ungood. It's ungood. It's. Like, can I say I don't something know. about? It's truly about, bad. Go about ahead. the original Shining. Yeah. So Stephen King did not want Jack Nicholson to play the part of. of uh, what's his name? Jack in Jack. the movies. Jack. Yeah. Um, he didn't want him to play it because. He thought people, Jack Nicholson already has kind of a sinister look to him. And they thought, oh, people are going to expect going into it already. Right. That there's not going to be like an evolutionary process. It's not going to be a surprise. An and I can see why he <clears throat> would well, think no, that. Well, let me finish. I kind of think, though, uh, I mean, if anything, that is most, is like foreshadowing, which is kind of a cool thing to do, have Jack Nicholson. Lord, what I was going to say about the experience of watching all the Shining movies, including Dr. Sleep, which was part two that came out in 2019, which was kind of good. Not great. Oh. But, I mean, I didn't not, like don't get me wrong. It's, it is what it is. It's Wait, obviously again, kind of got a superhero kind of scene like vibe going, which is not really my thing, but not expecting much. I kind of was amused, you know, but oh. the Shining, the Stanley Kubrick version after rewatching that one, 
for you know having been, had many years pass since I'd last seen it and having watched these other ones before it's funny immediately it starts off and you go this is going to be the work of a director who knows what the hell they're doing you know what I mean yeah. like this is going to be so expertly done like why would anybody try to redo this but I watched and as I continued watching it I re- and you know the first minute you see Jack Nicholson you're like this guy is a good actor unlike the, the, the uh, you know Stephen Weber character and but you know I have to say after watching the whole thing I realized it wasn't actually as good as I thought it was I mean it's good don't get me wrong it's good but Jack Nicholson's acting it really is kind of one dimensional. I mean, it's like there's he really is just that character and that character alone. There's really and maybe it's the maybe it's the director's fault, but there really is not much character development in his character. Like it really is kind of more of the same. You know, he's that way in the beginning and he ends just more of that at the end. There's no major shifts. The only character I find to be very complex in that movie, the only character I find to be very complex in that movie and actually an incredible actor is the little boy. The one who plays the little boy. Amazing. Amazing actor. But, you know, Shelley Duvall. Pretty flat character. Ugh. Oh, she's... She is. She's got no... There's there's nothing that really changes about her from the beginning to the end, other than that she gets scared. But it's like her actual, you know, the way she would respond to something is pretty much the same throughout. You know what I mean? She's kind of Never always... thought she was that great. Well, she was actually... Like a naggy kind of, you know, wife that cares for her son that never changes you know what i mean the only thing that changes is the fact that her husband is trying to kill them and well she was actually she kinda... doesn't it's just there's not a lot of character development in my opinion in this movie but it is beautifully shot beautifully shot amazing you know sort of i think the yeah just a lot of the art direction is awesome is awesome well the wall, stanley kubrick is all about that i mean if you watch barry linden the shots are really beautiful in it. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Barry Lynn. I thought it was all right, but... Um, yeah, but and it's funny because Jack Nicholson, who I tend to think of as shining. a really great actor, he really is actually, apart from the, part, the, the moments where he does have to become very sinister and intense and angry, he actually does too much, if you watch carefully. He's kind of absurd in a lot of ways. Like when he's trying to act crazy or whatever and he's acting like he's losing it, you know? It's almost comical. It's almost kind of like you're watching a cartoon. A guy who's I feel like, like I'm watching a cartoon right now listening to you talk about this. This is just I mean, absurd look, to me. Rewatch this I is, never I never had these thoughts before, but I rewatch and I go, This the, is I have kind of funny. <laughs> I have seen The Shining upwards of fifteen times and I is probably okay, most wow. recently uh, it's, uh, it's yeah, probably like top five for sure. It, it's hard to really name like one favorite movie. Sure, top five material though. It's top five material and absolutely my, my favorite horror film of all time. I mean, Jack Nicholson when he's trying to like get a grip, you know, and he's going crazy, he's like, <laughs> going. Wait, is that? I love it. I just it's love almost it. like, but I also humorous. It's almost I don't even know where to start, and it would take so long. But I do want right. to hear what Max and Nikki have been watching as well. So let's let's hear from them. Well. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies. In fact, I've currently, during this quarantine, I've seen 189 movies. (laughs) Right. Um, And um, I'll just name a few. I won't really get into depth with most of them, but uh, some of my favorites have been The Red Shoes, Rear Window, Umbrellas of Cherbourg, His Girl Friday, Oliver, fantastic, Uh, Nashville, Persona. Oh, Dominic, if you really want to see what influenced David Lynch big time watch persona um, oh yeah it's it's actually on it's like next on my list 
Ingmar Bergman is a, is a director that I just recently, I mean, I, I had watched some of his stuff kind of a little more passively, I would say in film mm-hmm. school a long time sure. ago, but, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, uh, I, it didn't really click with me, but then I watched, um, shit, what was the movie? I watched one of his movies recently and I was really into it. And so now I, I, I got to see Persona because I've not seen it, well, but yeah. I, totally I don't think it. I really <laughs> liked his, um, like earlier stuff. Like I don't, I saw the seventh seal during this quarantine. I thought it was really boring, but persona is really good. It's, it's kind of his, one of his sixties movies where he started getting, you know, changing the way he approached film. And I think you'll find that you'll be like, Oh my God, this is almost like a David Lynch film actually. Um, yeah, so totally. I love how he does close-ups too. That's, a, that's you should cool. watch that. Um, the Straight Story I watched recently, which is a David Lynch movie that he made with Disney, very good. It's not weird or it it's quirky in the same way a David Lynch movie could be, but it's it's very good. I highly recommend. Um, High Noon, Blow Up, Anatomy of a Murder, Duck Soup. Uh, I've seen. I saw all of the Matrix movies during this quarantine. Mm, mm-hmm. Again, he's, Again, he had seen them before. He Just to see before. if I could understand them, because you know I saw them when I was, you know, the the second and third one in ninth grade, and those still are very hard to understand. All the like philosophical things that they bring up, it's like yeah. too convoluted. Actually, the first it, one holds up still, but it's like, and the action sequences are good, but I don't know. Anyway. One I last thing I want to mention. Recently too, and, and I agree ex- with exactly what well, I Well, I think Nikki also rewatched them because they are making another Matrix is a thing. Yeah. Well, they're all on HBO Max, too. Um, but I rewatched Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid. Very good classics. And um, if you haven't seen Pocahontas before, <laughs> I just got to say, Max and I have been really getting the colors of the wind lately because it's very well orchestrated. And well, it's very lyrically. The very lyrics good song. are so good. I usually don't Actually, like the animation of that scene itself is really good too. Right. So highly recommend that. Oh, and I saw Akira a couple nights ago. Akira. Yeah. Oh yeah, great movie. Um, the animation on that is really cool. Anyway, boy, sorry for going hey, through all that. Geez, no, no, yeah. Uh, Max, Max, what about you? Well, I, I mean, I watched many movies as well, but I only wrote down a few to talk about because that's, that's ooh, we only have a certain amount of time here. Uh, yeah, we're kind of on a crunch at this point, aren't we? Um, anyway, yeah. I, uh, a good one that I saw um, with J- uh, Jimmy Stewart is Harvey. If you check that out. Laura, you should know that because you did a short film that was... Laura wrote the music to a short film that was kind of based on Harvey um, back in like 2010, 2011. Laura? I mean, fi- wait, which one? The one that it, with like the bunny rabbit or something like that? Or, or oh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ferguson something. Ferguson, or something right. like that. Anyway, that's based on a movie called Harvey <laughs> with Jimmy Stewart. It's really good and, and like kind me. of an and an interesting um, look at um, uh, mental patients in like in in the 1950s actually when they were con- kind of considered they were outcasts and like you know not really people weren't trying to understand them you know from a more um, empathetic level I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so very good movie, Kramer versus Kramer. Very good movie. I mean, shoot, I cried. cried a couple oh, speaking times of in that crying, I, I rewatched Mary Poppins during this quarantine. Tear it up at the end. It's so good. Love it. <laughs> Tear, it Tear it up. You just tore up that DVD. Tear it up. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, Kramer versus Kramer. Really good. Speaking <laughs> of kids and movies, boy, that kid will make you cry. Uh, one moment. <laughs> um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Tear it up at the end of that. So good. 
That's a really good movie. It came out the same year as Star Wars, I believe, right? Um, and so it was somewhat overshadowed in the history of films by Star Wars, but still, I mean, I, I, I'm dare I say it, I think it's, I mean, I know some people will disagree, but I think it's better than Star Wars. Anyway, um, and Rumble Fish, interesting movie by Francis Ford Coppola. If you guys check mm-hmm. that out. I mean, I, you know, it's an interesting, interestingly done movie. Anyway, I know Nikki's saying move it along, even though he went on forever. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, we... I, go ahead, yeah. This is Alien. I saw Alien and Aliens. I had never seen it before. And boy, boy, if I can be an advocate for practical effects, those movies and The Thing and the are thing. just some of the best movies of all time. Very, 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 very much so, yeah. It's... What, you don't agree? No, no, no. Go no it's fine, it's fine, but... <laughs> No, the I, thing, the thing the has thing really is good like so effect. good, cool looking. The thing's cool, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> so cool. That's Especially one of the better movies I've seen during the. It's one of the best movies I've seen during the course. Uh, no, it's cool. Alien, it's cool. Aliens, I think, is really like boy. The practical effects are really cool. In that, um, whatever happened to Baby Jane? I think is a really cool movie. I actually it. thought it was all right. No, no, it's it's an interesting delve into like the psychology of anyway, this crazy woman. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. You guys got to keep it moving along, I guess, right? Um, yeah, I think, well, we should probably get to the main event here, and that kind of leads... Well, what about the movies you've seen? Uh, I mean, I don't want to get... Uh, I don't know. Here, here's what I'll just say very briefly, is that I rewatched Borat, which will lead us right into our next segment. Uh, yeah. I rewatched the original Borat, and, I, you know, I do have some thoughts, but I feel like I'll just save it for this next section, because it's going to oh. be very relevant. Sure. Um, so, look, here's the deal. We're here to review uh, Borat's subsequent movie film, which is the sequel to the 2006 film, uh, Borat, the just, well, actually, I guess it has a much longer title that I didn't put here, but it's Borat. It's known as Borat. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is a comedian who's been, uh, he's known for the Ali G show, obviously this, this character, Borat, Bruno, and most recently he did the 2018 Showtime limited series, Who is America? which had a, a four-ish, I think, new characters that he played. So if you don't know Sacha Baron Cohen, he, he comes up with characters and then those characters interact with real-life people out in the world and he's kind of fooling them into interviews or various kinds of situations and often kind of reveals something out of the, the person that he's interviewing through these kind of characters that he's created. So his latest effort is Borat's subsequent movie film, which we are reviewing, and uh, it just came out. It's on Amazon Prime. If you haven't seen it, you can actually watch it for free through Amazon Prime, which I was a little shocked by. I, I didn't realize it was just going to be free. I thought it was just going to. It's a political movement. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. But he's trying to get people to watch it. You know. Yeah, and he and he. Yeah. I think he's absolutely succeeding. That, I think. Um, succeeding getting people to watch it is what I'll say. Um, but yeah, so look, it's directed by Jason Uh-oh. Wolliner, and he's mostly a TV director. He's directed a bunch of uh, shows that include Funny or Die, Parks and Rec, The Last Man on Earth, Nathan for You, etc. Um, and one last thing I will say about this movie before I turn it over to our guests for a little uh, to get us started on our review. Um, the film was shot also in complete secrecy, as he kind of has become known for at this point. Uh, throughout 2020, he shot this, and it only kind of leaked in very very small ways. Just revealed about a month ago that it was even coming out with a trailer. And then now here we are 
uh, a week before the election and he has released it for free, which is a pretty wild thing to do. Um, all right. So look, we are going to talk the film. If you, if you haven't seen it, you can still keep on watching because we're not going to get into the details of what actually happens in the movie until a little later. We'll make it very clear. So for now, we're just going to give our impressions about what we thought overall. So uh, we always like to start with the guest here at Totally Tell Me. So Max or Nikki, would one of you like to uh, get us started here with what you thought of Borat's subsequent movie film? Sure. Which is I'll about be full. brief. Of course, Nikki will go first, as usual. I'll be brief. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> thought, just always does that. I thought there were quite a few laugh-out-loud moments in the movie, um, especially within the first five minutes. Max and I cracked up like three times. So much so that we actually so much had to, that we had to pause we had to and rewind because we were laughing over the film actually a little bit. But. That said, what? I thought the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Be careful how you say this. Didn't quite <laughs> accomplish what I wanted it to, and what I think it was trying to set out to do. Um, so, um, I think it was a bit unsuccessful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my kind of overall thought on it, Max. Okay, yeah, Max. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I pretty much agreed with Nikki. I, I sort of had the, I mean, yeah, again, there was some, boy, oh boy, especially in that first five minutes, I just was like, oh my God, this is so freaking funny on, on some of these moments. But it, there is a certain, I had this expectation of going into the movie of, because it, you know, it's free right now and it's coming out during election season and I think that's why it's free. So I had an ex- expectation of what the reasons for um, you know, it coming out right now are and I guess it didn't really fully meet those expectations for me. You know, anyway, that's... In the sense that it would maybe shake things up or yeah, something. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, and all right. Well, Laura? Okay. I, mean, we can, I can oh. expound more. No, no, you know, let's, let's later, later, for now. Yeah, let's give it brief for now. Laura? Yeah, I thought it was, um, there were some funny moments also, definitely some funny moments and some interesting scenes, but as a film, like as a movie, it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't sort of a good movie, I guess, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I mean, right, in my right, opinion, right. my humble opinion, IMHO, as they say. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know. Get out of town. I, It'll just I, never make fact, sense. I would have preferred this if it were not in the format of a movie, but rather just a collection of cl- fun right. clips. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Me I think that the thing that makes these this, a lot of his feature length films, the weak link, the weak thing about all of them for me is the fact that they're trying to have a storyline. Right. Mm-hmm. They Agreed. don't need a storyline. It doesn't need a storyline. It just mm-hmm. needs to be fun to watch is all. And that Agreed. it is fun to watch. Like the parts for me that are not fun to watch are the parts that are like trying to tie it all together in the mm-hmm. format of a story. Right. Right. And I'm just like, can we just get to the fun stuff here? You know, let's <laughs> just watch the scenes that we came here for. Sure. <laughs> Which uh, are like agreed. the outrageous parts. And also, of course, what well, we all know. I'm sure everybody knows. No, no, no. Let's talk about that in a second. Don't talk about that. I'm not going to say anything about what happens in it, but I just, everybody knows that there are certain people that appear in this movie, and that's kind of like what we're all here for. We'll get to that in a second. Well, not necessarily. But yeah, definitely some funny. What did you think, Dominic? Um, you know, I'm a little shocked that we're all in a very similar boat here. I almost thought that I was going to come in and be the, the negative Nancy of the group or something. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I also felt that it had some great highs. I mean, there was moments sure. that I was just cracking the fuck up, like right. uncontrollable yeah. laughter. Right. There, there are just serious highs. But then there's just this simmering, just kind of like, 
kind of funny, but then kind of missing right. the mark vibe right. going on for most of the time. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you, Laura. The segments that they clearly have inserted to make the interviews make con- make sense, like have context for the story, right. are just, um, they feel... It's not necessary. They just feel kind of uninspired and, and kind of, it's just not his Maybe forte. they were. Maybe they were uninspired. Maybe it was like forced upon him by you know whatever like the, right. the network or who because knows what you know it be. might not have been his just choice to do that i mean then again it's like you look at movies like the jackass movies and they don't have to have a story they don't have a story we, we also kind of we also know just from seeing his other stuff that his expertise comes with playing a character and and putting that character in a room with someone right. who is unaware right. that subjects, they are subvert, that he is a character. Right, he's kind yeah. of subverting. He, That's his whole thing. Moments. Crazy yeah. characters. Yeah, and, and he like does his TV so show didn't have well. to have a story. The TV show doesn't have to have like a story. You know what I mean? And that was no, perfectly right. entertaining enough. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. I mean, I get that in a movie. If you were just watching basically a clip show for ninety minutes, it might get a little tiresome. But right, right. No. right. Except the Jackass movies is kind of a clip. The, movie Jack- for- the Jackass movies are just that, and they are absolutely entertaining throughout. Uh, okay, I mean, actually, fair enough. I do agree about there the Jackass. Yeah, sure, there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought but, the same thing too. I was like, maybe it wouldn't be you know cohesive, or there wouldn't be enough structure. But actually, it has been done, and it, it's fine. <laughs> oh, you know, interesting. You know I mean? Interestingly enough, sorry. To, uh, uh, there's a comment here from Nicole Kyle. She said. Somehow I was completely unaware of that scene until I watched the movie. Shocking. Oh, so some see, people okay. don't necessarily know wow. yeah, okay. there you go. There you what go. happened there you go. In, in, in the movie before I, this I, I, Um But I also, okay, so real quick before we get into spoilers and really start talking about what works and what doesn't, which I mm-hmm. think will be the bulk of this conversation, I do want to say that I, re- I just rewatched the original Borat, and I almost felt like that was a mistake because when I rewatch or when I watched the original Borat, it got me so pumped for this movie because oh, really? I was I was just nonstop laughter. It is that movie is incredible to me. Even the even the moments where they're they have to kind of fill in some context for the story. It's so brief and it and it and it's usually actually pretty funny that like they really just get you moving on to that next interview and the the pace is just nonstop hilarity the whole time. I was cracking the fuck up and I was so excited to see this movie and I almost felt like it did a disservice because it was like, man, that this just doesn't hold up, especially when you're viewing them back to back. I feel like I would have liked this more had, had maybe this was my first introduction to Sasha Baron Cohen or something, but I just feel like I expect so much from him because I find him so brilliant as a comedian mm-hmm. that this just didn't quite hit the mark for me. Even I felt like who is America um, even though it was also uneven, uh, Who's America, the, the Showtime series, for those who don't know, I felt like that was also uneven, but it was more consistently hilarious than this was, in my opinion. Um, all right. I think that's pretty much all I'd have to say, though, on, on non-spoiler time. So, so yeah. Uh, so if you if you haven't seen Borat's subsequent movie film, also known as Borat 2, uh, you should probably tune out now. We will be discussing the movie in depth, discussing all the specifics that happen people involved, et cetera, et cetera. So it would probably be best for you to not know, but if you want, you can keep on, keep on listening. And, you know, I guess nothing can really spoil some of the stuff that that happens. So, uh, yeah. Oh, my, my mom says, dad and I are going to sign off. (laughs) Dad and I are going to sign off to finish watching Borat's subsequent movie film. Love you guys. Enjoy. Look at that. See, look, I'm glad this, I'm glad this uh, helps somebody not get spoiled. 
Um, all right, so look, spoilers. I'm going to put our little spoiler warning up on the screen here, and we are we're good. We're good to go, everybody. Who would who would like to begin talking over here? Go ahead, Nick. Nikki. Sorry, I don't know why I keep saying Nick. I'm so sorry. Um, so I'll start with some good stuff. There were some very big highs, um, and I'll I'll recount a couple of them. One of them was um, when like he's being punished and like. They place him at the top of that, like oh right, hammer, that hammer like the carnival game thing, <laughs> the carnival game thing, and the thing goes up and hits his, you know, his Balls? crotch. Junk. That was hilarious. Um, I believe he lets out really... a wah wah wee wah at that point as well. What's that? <laughs> I believe he lets out he lets out a, a wah wah wee wah. His classic <laughs> phrase from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, another funny part was he's like, I need my original producer. And he's right. like, he's sitting, sitting on, on, the chair. Sitting on <laughs> yeah. it. That was up. my favorite part of the and whole movie. Shows this that penis. was good. I love that. That was like so the best funny. moment of the movie. That was, it was yeah. so Absolutely hilarious. funny. We had to like, pause. so ridiculous. It's like a chair made so out funny. of this guy's skin. And then they left the <laughs> penis like on at this in the seat crack. It's just so brilliant. It's so absurd, too. We had to pause and then rewind. so funny. It was like... That was so funny. That was probably the best moment of the movie. I was laughing um, at that. Well, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's the best moment of the movie. Oh, but you don't think that was the funniest part, Dominic? Oh, no, 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 no. But it was oh. very funny. Um, there was also this part um, where... Uh, it's in the beginning where <laughs> he's showing a graph. And right. he's like, this is um, the graph of... Of what was it? Uh, production and pubis and pubis. Oh or right, something, yeah, and they both go down. It's just kind of a funny, ridiculous. Like, oh, see, it sounds absurd. like you guys actually really liked that intro story bit. Yeah, so well, maybe not I, the other I, story bits. Well, the thing is, I did like the intro story bit because it wasn't. It wasn't. It was still just kind of. It was just like an introduction to what's going to happen in the film, and I didn't quite know. It didn't have any emotional context yet, you know what I mean? There was nothing like... Um, or maybe you uh, just liked the funny parts that were in just, those parts. Yeah, maybe I just liked the funny parts It was parts just because it had it. funny parts in it. Right, it wasn't necessarily being... Uh, it wasn't necessarily Not because of the story. Try- right, it wasn't because of the story. Yeah, right, what Laura is saying. Yeah. But, yeah, as Laura was saying, though... <laughs> you got it, you got it. <laughs> as Laura was saying, we thought just... Yeah, more so than any of his other films, especially... The story part of this movie was very weak, I thought. It, it was like, like, not only did it detract from the funny moments of the movie, but it also was kind of a lackluster storyline in general. Like, it wasn't... Well, it's just also, I think, what I expected the film to try and set out to do as far as its goals were, the story detracts from that as well, actually, you know? But I, I think the interviews are what is are supposed to be, I think, you know... He's trying to shake things up and, right. and try to like, they, expose some truths about you know. Yeah, I think they really had Americans, to, you know. I think they really had to bend over backwards to to give the the interviews context this time, because it just felt like they Forced. they really had to find reasons as to why these characters would then you know I guess we're in spoilers so like for for example like the Rudy Giuliani thing which everyone was talking about, um, it felt like her scrolling through those people and then landing on Rudy Giuliani. It just was like, it almost made me think like, oh, did they try and get an interview with all these people and then only they could snag Rudy Giuliani? Because I'm sure That's they tried. I think funny how they were like arrested in jail. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, each yeah. person was like a criminal already. But I, I just mean like I'm sure there was a lot of stuff that they had to cut from this film because they either 
you know, got well, found out or, or, you know, for whatever he reason. He interviewed Donald Trump Jr. for the film, but that had to get cut out. No way, really? Yeah. Why? Why did it have yeah. to get cut out? I don't know. I well, I'm sure it. he didn't get the go-ahead on it, but... I'm of sure course they're, they're re- not going to get the go-ahead on it for many of these people. That yeah, they, they're just, they're willing they sign to off beforehand. Oh, yeah. I don't know, then. I don't know. Well, maybe, there, maybe, there was some pre- maybe there was some pressure. I know. Because None of, they would never... But I'm, speaking of, I'm the, sure there was some pressure, though. You know, no, I mean, no, like no, speaking no. of the Rudy Giuliani, you don't think thing, so? Like from Donald Trump's, it's his son. Oh no, Mike know? Pence is in it. Rudy Giuliani. Know, but Mike, Mike Pence, Pence. There's, there's no, nothing, there's no there's hard nothing, evidence on Mike there's Pence. No, there's nothing there's on no, Mike um, Pence in it. There's, there's nothing, nothing embarrassing. There's nothing revelatory about. I think what he, Mike he Pence is doing it. Sometimes his scenes don't work, and he's been pretty open about this. Where like Sarah Palin also was cut from Who Is America, not because it it. Not because they didn't have her sign off or something. It was just simply because he felt like it, it wasn't, wasn't funny enough. It just wasn't, it didn't work. And so they got Right. It. Do you think that's what happened with Donald Trump Jr.? I mean, could Maybe. be, yeah. We actually think that the Rudy Giuliani thing... Well, well, hold on. Let's get to that. Wait, anything else you want to say about other well, details? Oh, yeah, I do want to say that there were parts that seemed very... Like, you noticed there were a lot of writers on the film. And there were certain things that were very funny that seemed like... Sasha Baron Cohen probably came up with it himself, but well, there's no, certain parts. Ca- some of the other writers okay. might have come up with too. Okay, but there well, was. I'm just trying to get some <laughs> You know, I don't. I just feel like I don't want. Look. Wait, wait, I, can you, wait, wait. Okay. Hold up, hold up, one sec. Can you both just pat each other on the shoulder? <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, that's looking great. That's looking absolutely fantastic for for, for the home um, viewing audience. Thank you. All right, proceed. But there were there were these that's other funny. parts that like. There are these other parts that were trying to be woke or whatever, and it it came across as <coughs> cheesy or not not Borat esque. You know, it it was like trying too hard. It, like the end thing with the Karen thing. Nick, I hate oh. that phrase, Karen. It's so stupid. Um, <laughs> but it's like well, that it's whole thing trendy. at the end. It's very trendy. That whole thing at the end. With the Karen thing, I didn't like that. It seemed like some woke writer wrote that or something like Nikki, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Max. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I don't like the idea of disparaging any, you know, it takes some time and effort to, you know, for writers to be. <laughs> sure, no. I just don't want to like, right. I'm just saying like, you know, yeah, you know, just relax on that. You know, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying with, um, things maybe feeling a little too try hard, but more so in the sense for me of just the outrageous factor, because I feel like there wasn't, he, it, it didn't feel like there was enough room being left for the people he was interviewing to have genuine reactions that would be funny in and of themselves. Because right. I feel like when he's at his best, <clears throat> he's bringing a ridiculous situation, sure, to the table, but he's also leaving enough room in the writing for whoever he's interviewing to say or do something that it, that will just be funny no matter what, you know, but this was so overbearing sometimes with its ridiculousness that it's almost like the people's reactions were like, all right, I could kind of see like, that's a pretty standard reaction. You know, if, if you like, I don't know, I'm just thinking not all the time, not all the time. Yeah. But I'm just thinking of like, for example, when he brings his daughter in, I agree with him. Yeah. When he brings his daughter in with, no, uh, with the with the with the ball and chain and and whatever and oh, like that. Thro- oh, no. throws her in the corner and well, like, that was a normal like, reaction. To, 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but, but she, but that, but the, but that was very, I think, kind of controlled because, and I mean, I don't know if it was controlled, but that woman at, responded very appropriately and very, in a way, kind of understandably. But you then know that's what I mean? not funny to me. Like, no, right. that's not. Right, to, yeah. But 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 then like, but she's like on the left. You know what I mean? Whereas all the people that are kind of having these outrageous reactions or reactions that are highly inappropriate or almost like immoral, are people that are like. In a way, I mean, these all these scenes are manipulated to some degree, right? They have to sure. tell the people something in order to like get them to agree to be on camera, or you know, why are their cameras recording this whole thing? You well, know? they tell them they're making a documentary and that this some, person, you know. Okay, so like, so you know, there's some degree of manipulation to evoke a specific response. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. And so, I like, like, I don't. I, I think more... that he didn't. I don't think he wanted like a a dark response from that woman necessarily. You know. But what I mean? that very same woman, I felt like, also had one of the better scenes with the daughter later on, which I felt like did leave enough room for her mm. reaction to be funny, even though it is genuine. Because that's, I think, the the beauty and the comedic brilliance of the first movie is you're seeing people's genuine reaction. Yeah, and that agree, reaction right. is funny, not just what yeah. the yeah. character is doing. Yeah. It's the reaction well, to the character. But it, not only right, that, it's course. also it's achieving the goal of perhaps exposing that person for you know their shortcoming. Their shortcoming. I mean, like um, with Who Is America, for example, something that that or did, it's under, that, it, it undermines their you know anyway. Go something ahead. that Who Who's America accomplished was like it got that one guy out of office. He resigned because. Uh, Georgia senator. Yeah, because of the things he said. Something Spencer, this movie, right? Jason Spencer. Right. Mm-hmm. This movie didn't accomplish anything like that where it would get, uh, in my opinion, a politician. It's doing a, something. A currently serving politician in trouble enough to, like, mm, you that's know, questionable. have to resign, you know? See, well, I, 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 I love that I don't know about resigning, too. but I, I, love all I that think that aspect. this is doing something. I don't think so. But I don't know. But it is. Have you looked that, at the reviews? What? what Go ahead. Who cares about the reviews? Separate from well, all it, that, it, though. What matters? Well, sometimes okay. it can it can convince you. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I see what Laura said. Voters. <laughs> I think separate from all that, though, it just it, it that that isn't what makes it funny, though. You know, that that's right. what makes no. it interesting and, and an engaging thing to right. to, uh, to, to see. And, and right. no matter what, I mean, look, uh, the shortcomings that I feel like the movie had. I still think Sacha Baron Cohen is a fucking genius. He and is this, no, he's a genius. And this, Don't get me and this wrong. Is, I think he's a and this is like he's one of the most groundbreaking piece. comedians. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this I think he's one of the funniest people alive. Actually, of so, all time, actually. So that's not up for question. But what I'm saying is like, I don't care who gets arrested or whatever happens. You're right, like, Dominic. You're absolutely right. The movie is, and you're it's absolutely not that right. Funny. You're absolutely, you're <laughs> absolutely right. You're right that even you know in the Ollie G character, you know on the Ollie G show. Even if he's not exposing somebody, it is their reactions to yeah. that character. It, you know whether or not they're, you know, Being revealing exposed. something about themselves. It's just funny to in, that interaction is funny. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. and, and yeah. I love the I love the improv that comes from it too. Where sure. their reaction, then he immediately comes back with something that's just fucking hilarious. Or, absolutely, or keeps right. it going. Right. You know, right. it's like right. it's just like they're riffing off each other, and that is where it's just. It just goes off the rails and so brilliant right, to me. Right, not and enough I, riffing. I wanted honestly. more of that. Yeah, because yeah. it felt like they were handing these people such insane situations that right. what are they going to do but just go like this or or like just be shocked or whatever. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, like, like some the of these situations. Wasn't like nuanced and subtle enough. 
Yeah, the debutante bar was like <clears throat> yeah, oh, that example was interesting. Where it was like it almost felt like certain things were planned or something. It, 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 yeah, you're right. It, it did, did make it you seemed, wonder, like, how much of this is real and it how made much... you wonder how much of this is real. Well, that was yeah. the problem, I think, with the Whereas, film. Like, his a shows... lot of it made me think, like, how much of these reactions are real, or how much is how much are they telling the people? Like, right what? in, in, in past don't material, you don't wonder <laughs> you don't exactly. In past in past things, you're you're like, this is real. You just yeah. know it's real. You know, it feels like the very guys real. he goes to stay with, right. you know, during the quarantine. They must have been let on, let in on something, right? I mean, I mean, a crew is staying in their home, right? Not only the crew staying in their home, but it's like, why would this guy who they just meet on the street, the one guy meets him on the street, and it's during coronavirus, be like, I have no place to stay. Can I stay with you? And he just like says yes, as if like that's clearly not a real scene right there. You know what I mean? Right. And then also like. This guy just has like these dildos and like flashlights and stuff that he's like parading around the house with while he's staying there. Like, I, mean, I it, thought it was funny. I, I, I thought that was funny. That. I thought that was funny. I think that's funny too. I think it's hilarious. Even though, yeah, but it's like yeah. as if these guys would just be totally fine with that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I mean, they had to have known something or been down with something. You know what I mean? Well, I, I mean, that's actually where it got a little more believable to me, which is I think there is this kind of funny aspect to Borat as a character where even in the first movie, people are kind of like, they kind of give him the benefit of the doubt because they're like, oh, well, maybe this is just a cultural difference or something. <laughs> like, and that's why it's so funny. Just like around the house. Right, I know, right. but I, that's what made the first movie so funny is it's like <laughs> people were people were just putting up with it to a degree and and it's just hilarious. I mean, but I mean, this it was, is funny. It just seemed like I didn't believe that they were just totally that nonchalant about it in their own home after they were just like going on these ridiculous rants about the Clintons and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a couple people, there's a couple people in the comments too, uh, who are bringing up right. a good point that I also felt like this, uh, Tori young. What's up, Tori, uh, said, wouldn't they recognize that he's Borat? And then Nicole Kyle right. says, but I'm just still trying to figure out had they never heard of Borat again. It's yeah. It's kind of like, that's why did they that's really why not ever hear well, of yeah. Borat the movie, which was a huge, Some, I think there might be like, it showed how many people knew who Borat was. Yeah, but I guess, and, yeah. Those two guys seem like they would have known who he was. I agree. Well, maybe. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, um, I guess maybe not. But <laughs> what's always question? That's what. That's the thing. We're we're trying to. We're questioning the. But you know what? Yeah, okay. you don't want to do that. For me, I was like, honestly, I was kind of excited for this movie to do something that was gonna maybe do have a real impact on the election. You know what I mean? Right. And that was my investment in this. I was like, me all too. right, what's he gonna do? What's right. he gonna show us? That's gonna be. Right. You know, really uh, consequential. And well, I don't think it totally failed at that. I think that even though people are maybe for you guys, it did. But I think there's going to be some there might be some people out there who are swing state voters who are undecided, who are not going to be watching it with as scrupulous of an eye that maybe just look at that scene and go, hey, I don't want to vote for a president that's being represented by a lawyer who might be hooking up with a quote unquote. No, no. Let's talk about that. Let's right. talk about that scene because I, I mean, I actually I just, think that there was there was nothing exposing person. I know it sounds you really don't, controversial, but I just think no, other no. people might think. Yeah, that. but she seemed like a journalist in it. He's single, by the way. Rita Giuliani. She didn't say her age at all. She he's looks just, like she's of age anyway. There's nothing guy. wrong with that scene. No, I, I, don't I know. Think there's but anything. Let that the people is who think there is something wrong with it think that. You know, I know, what I mean? but. I don't even Fuck think it. it achieves that at it all. It does. Do. It does. It Have you seen the, so many people are thinking that he like was trying to do pedof- pedophilia with a 15 year old because they don't it, recognize that she's not actually 15. 
in the movie she says she's 15 but obviously I know, but the actress even, is not the same age in the in the scene itself it doesn't basically playing there's nothing revealing to him about her being 15 <laughs> at all and she you know looks, what i mean she's dressed sure. like a journalist it's kind of blasphemous looks, but hey whatever so do we all agree that the most convinced that or i guess the most outrageous scene of, of what would actually cause some change here is the rudy giuliani scene or does anyone disagree with that well, I think that's what people think that it. I, I think, think that's the only. Well, no, but there's. I mean, just the I, scenes I of showing the middle America, like you know, these these like QAnon people, and, you know, the people doing the chanting, saying like "shoot them down" or whatever. That part yeah, is pretty I, hardcore. Because I actually, that was, that was, I, <clears throat> I'm a little bit with Max too, where I feel like the Rudy Giuliani scene. Sure, it's shocking, but it's also like coming after four fucking years of shocking. We've heard we've heard so much about these people who. I mean, we already know they're fucking terrible i was actually trump. a little more intrigued by um by the 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 rally scene i, I felt like that could potentially be some right sure sure you know, sure mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. like let me just clarify here i it's not that i think i'm not i'm not watching this going this is shocking because in, in fact i didn't find it to be shocking at all and i actually totally buy the fact that he says that he was tucking his shirt i watched the scene several times and i'm like oh yeah he is totally tucking in his shirt and she totally just took his microphone off his shirt and would need to tuck his shirt in after that and it actually looks exactly like that if you watch closely whatever it doesn't matter what i think though because like <laughs> i i want people who don't want look at things closely to just believe that what it looks like is that he's trying to hook up with a 12 year 15 year old or whatever it if that's gonna be effective like enough to make somebody vote the other way then i'm all for it right now because oh me too i mean yeah all the help we can get right now you I know what i mean so. like I, mean, sh- I feel like imagine I guess- if the tables were flipped imagine if the tables were flipped and the republicans had this video and joe biden was in the room imagine what stories they'd be spinning from that and just like projecting into the ether relentlessly right i, I think you know that was I mean? the like, i think the point of the movie was this is him right. doing that he's, he's you know? doing that you know playing the, the, the game spinning. he's playing the game basically like he's playing he the game he's playing the game in the way that like democrats are, are always too scared to play it you know what i mean like i know but it seems I, like, I honestly don't i don't know i just feel like but actually in a way though? it's totally legal it's totally within the like it's totally within the realm of reason to create something like this and to Put it out there and let people judge for themselves. And, you know, like it, that's the thing is you all four of us may be able to to uh, distinguish like what's really going on. But there might be people out there who who don't take the time to or to to have that, you know, um, that ability to uh, mm-hmm. decipher what what it is that's happening. You know, what I, I mean? didn't I didn't take I mean, I agree what you're saying, Laura. I, I can see your perspective on that but personally it didn't take me any time or anything i just watched it and i was like okay i also had this expectation of like that something was going to be shocking about that scene because i had heard right that right he was in it and i thought it was going to be something you know exposing and i'm like <clears throat> well there were already okay, headlines what, what that were like what people po- who had seen even... it people who had seen it were already like rudy giuliani tries to hook up with a 15 year old Right. Yeah, like I kind of wish I hadn't seen that actually because it, no, I didn't but, see that. I was I trying to that. avoid I stuff that. and I but still saw it. I know you did, but yeah. that at least what does that say about how people are reacting to it, interestingly enough? I guess so. Sure. You're right, Laura. You're right. So there you You're go. Right. So it is convincing some people, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. And I even hesitate to like talk about this to the few like thought, wait seven people that are watching on Facebook who maybe <laughs> sure. you know are no, for it or Laura, think that it the, is. But the people that are watching on Facebook 
are our friends. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know actually. I mean, do you have any swing state um, fans? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, hey, let us, actually, know, let us know if you're outside of California. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. And actually, Dominic, I'm curious though. You said that you thought it was shocking what was happening in the scene. I mean, I'm that curious wasn't to, to know no, 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 why I mean, you I, thought I it was shocking. Wasn't. No, I didn't say it was shocking. I, I, you I said, did. You were like, yeah, it's shocking, but blah, blah, blah. And I said, I mean, I, I was mean, thinking, what Why, What was shocking about it to you? You guys maybe wear it very well have swing state, uh, you know. Right. We'll find out in a matter of minutes, I'm sure. But um, Dominic, wh- wh- did you think it was shocking or not? The Rudy Giuliani scene? Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> well, I thought it was, I thought it was just as, uh, whatever. He's he's a slimy dude and, and he's hitting on young women I mean, I, I don't find that in and of itself to 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 sway my opinion of Rudy Giuliani, who's a piece of right. shit in so many other ways. Like, uh-huh. it's not like I need that to push me over the edge. But look, right. if it pushes somebody else over the edge, I am with you, Laura. I'm all <laughs> right, for it. Exactly, like, exactly. like, hey, if it's right, another right, piece of right, ammo, right. like if people needed that to right. push it, like, whatever. Cool. I, I'm down. Exactly. But it didn't sway my opinion and it didn't really move right. the needle for me. Right. It's like, yeah, totally. I hear you. But yeah, right. <laughs> um. uh, okay, look, we, we should wrap up in about 10 minutes or so. Um, I, I, I want to give one more example, just real quick, uh, j- just about what, what I mean with, with when I think it's really effective. Um, there, there's another scene with that same woman uh, that they bring that they bring in the, the daughter to, to like babysit the daughter. Uh, later By the on, way, the actress's name is Maria Bak- Bakalova. She's Bulgarian. Oh, right. She's Bulgarian. She's yeah, Bulgarian. Bulgarian. And oh, fact, one other thing- fun fun fact about the movie: yeah. they never are actually speaking Kazakh. The way yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering about Hebrew. Sasha Baron Cohen is speaking Hebrew, and right. she is speaking Bulgarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, really funny. <laughs> no, no, we, we another talk, funny trick. Like to see if people even notice. Uh, I did notice that Sasha Baron Cohen said some Hebrew words, and it made me wonder, like, what exactly language is he speaking? Because I was like. Did he just? Are there words in Kazaki that sound like Hebrew? And I'm just <laughs> well, I knew they it. weren't saying, speaking, you know that, but I just well, I didn't know. I thought maybe they because truth be told, I don't really I thought know it might anything have been about the culture. That they were like Kazakh, very good at Kazakh gibberish. Kazakh actually, I know it's actually very convincing. It's like obviously well, I, I don't mean, know the language either, so I. I, was, I well. my introduction. I hate to say it, my introduction to Kazakhstan was through this movie through Borat Kazakhstan. One Kazakhstan, and like I think that's the, t- the case for a lot of people. And I have to say, I feel for them a little bit for that because yeah. he really is painting a picture of this country that people don't know about and, and making it seem like they're this way. And I would be upset if I was from Kazakhstan. Oh, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I, I mean, God, he's like totally, it is kind of racist. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, um, well, ahead. it's not racist. It's, um, it is in a way it's like, it's prejudice. If you can say, if you well, I guess say that. it's yeah. Prejudice. It's like, well, well and it's probably creating it's, racist it's a character. It's reactions a to the country. It's well, not yeah, just I mean, a character, though. He's actually Laura, like when you just, say racist, though, that it's he's he's defining else. an entire country. It's not just a character. Like I, I know, but a country is that's not necessarily a race. Though. Anyway, go ahead. Right. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the daughter. Uh, what did you guys think of the okay, daughter fair in enough. general? Uh, the actress did a good job. Um, she was great. I, I thought she did a really good job, but I don't know if like. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I thought she did a good job, the oh. actress. Dominic, you were going to say something. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I thought she did a good job. Um, you know, again, like, yeah, she did a good job. <laughs> what was accomplished <laughs> with her know, character? With the was character, what was accomplished because of the storyline wasn't, you know, that kind of made me yeah. not see the whole point in it at all. But anyway. 
I thought she was great. Um, yeah. I, I felt like she was a great addition, uh, a kind of nice foil for her, for, for Borat. And I felt like uh-huh, she, uh-huh. Um, yeah. uh, I actually felt like some of her scenes were, were some of the better ones in the movie. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I wanted to just touch briefly on on one of the scenes with um, the woman that is is babysitting her essentially uh, when when she brings out the book of of how you should never touch your vagina. Oh yeah, and yeah. then she's like reading through it and she's like, you know, I've touched my vagina. <laughs> like I feel like that scene was so fucking funny, and right. it, it, it and it's in a way it it it's also kind of heartwarming <laughs> in in this odd way, you know, like right. it's it's this right. really nice mm-hmm. scene. That's saying right, something right. good, and it's it's on it's not like shitting on anyone or or whatever. It's just like hilarious to me. Right, I, I was just right. I, I thought I feel like that really summarizes what I wanted to see more of in the movie because it it was ridiculous. Sure, of course, that you would have this book that would tell her to never touch herself, but it wasn't so insane that like she couldn't then offer something of herself to then contribute to the comedy of it. Because then what she offers is genuine but funny because it's like, you know, a ridiculous situation. But yeah, I feel like the daughter was great. Um, Go ahead. The scene where they go into the, like, Christian doctor's office to try to get... Right. Right, that could be like they're getting an abortion. Yeah. Oh, that was very That sort of shines some light on how bad the beliefs are. The ethics of that whole... The ethics of that thing. And and you saw the reaction of the doctor, too, which is kind of... Yeah. He's like, that's not what's important now. <laughs> yeah. It's like right. God, God, right. God right. has right. mysterious plans. He See, said, or something like that. That's no, like that's a brilliant that's setup. What, that, that is the number one argument, probably. It's that pro-lifers. sort of setup that I wanted to see more of, where it's like he he has forethought this this whole right. scene. Like exactly. he already knows. Yeah. Oh, if we go in there and we say there's a baby inside her, he's going to say this, this, and this, and this, and then we can co- totally just riff on that for a whole right. scene, and then we're we're good to go. And, and but that like includes the other person equally, if not more than the ridiculous character, the the innocent bystander. You know what I mean? Um, and I just right, want to see right. a little more of that because some of these other scenes where like the the daughter she goes up in front of all of those women and she's talking about how she's just touched herself for the first time. That to me, that that leaves ridiculous. no room for the other people in the room to like. I don't know, do something Interact that would add or... to the comedy. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And it just wasn't funny to me. It was just kind of like, okay. Right, right, right. I will say, I was kind of tired when I was watching this movie, too. I mean, that could have had effect on me. I mean, I was like, I had to pa- I had to tell Nikki to pause it because I needed to take a nap, actually. But anyway. <laughs> nap. <laughs> well, I was like really tired, but anyway. Oh, dear. I've um, never done that. Okay, any any final right. thoughts? She's final joking. Th- Laura falls asleep oh, all yeah. the time during Oh, movies. yeah, right. Laura falls asleep all the time. No, it's, I it's don't. It's her go-to move. It's her go-to it's move. True. It is we, not my go-to move. Oh, it totally I think is. both Star I Wars hate... movies that we re- were on the review well, of for this podcast, she fell asleep. <laughs> she fell asleep. Well, who could oh. possibly not fall asleep during that? Let me assure you, Max you and Nikki, as someone who's now watched over 100 movies with Laura... <laughs> She falls asleep, and I would say about fifty percent. No, of I movies. don't. You guys are right. so wrong. It's embarrassing. <laughs> oh um, my god! All right, are there any final thoughts that we uh, anyone wanted to something? We Watch didn't touch License on? to Drive. It's a great movie. It's not that good. <laughs> it is. It's so good. I don't think it's that. No, good. No, I mean great. specifically, perhaps about Borat subsequent movie. Oh, um, we didn't touch on? oh um, uh, you had. We're trying to mention the uh, worth watching. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say go ahead and watch it. If anything, I want to support. You know. What um, does I want to know if anybody listening has any Sasha thoughts Baron on Sasha Baron Cohen this? I think is such a good great, you know, 
he's a great um artist really a comedic yeah. artist you should go I, think watch, I just want to support him whatever he does you oh, should yeah, go yeah. watch bruno that now that is is a i think out of his movies that's the best one bruno hell no um, or what are other people's well, reactions think, to the Giuliani the show, scene? I think Dolly G show is the best of all of those things, actually. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know what anybody people ha- I, I was curious to see if we had any responses from people about the uh, Rudy Giuliani scene. What yeah, if you watched the movie, it. let us know what you what, what you thought. Did you find it shocking, or was it kind of a letdown, did you, or what did you? Did what, he cross you a line? Did he do anything? Yeah, that you were surprised by. Um, and in the in the meantime. Oh, just uh, by the way, the full title of the original Borat is Borat Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> right. Yeah, this one also has kind of these alternate titles that pop up throughout the movie. That's right. That's right. As his well, goal he also, changes. He keeps, yeah, exactly. I thought that's kind of funny in a way. That was funny. Cool. Yeah, I like that. You know, I think it's kind of a funny little thing. But. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Kyle says, I thought it was shocking. And she was the same person who uh, didn't know that it was coming, too. Right. Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Tori Young says he crossed the line going into the bedroom with her in the first place, in my opinion. And I guess, huh. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean. Well, wait, well, but, but she invited him in and. Well, no, and, let's just well, keep hey. it at that, Laura. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, that. wait, 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 wait Laura, what are you talking about? Let's leave it at that. Wait, why do you have to, why do you have to leave it at that? Because you got to leave it at that. 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 You know what? He did cross a line. Nicole Kyle says, but now I'm not so sure based on what you said, Laura. Maybe the scene was manipulative. He did cross a line. Yeah, I guess he did Well, it's not manipulative. Look, it, I'm going to leave it at that. No, I, you know what? I think it, Rudy Giuliani, he's a slimy dude. Of course. Who doesn't agree with that? That whole administration is slimy you know yeah. well, actually just not just the administration i wouldn't trust the my I wouldn't, party, I wouldn't even trust my 30 something year old daughter in republican party the republican party is <laughs> pretty slimy i mean mitch mcconnell is like oh my god the evil mastermind what do you guys think movie, about you know? his sickness that he has that his well i was have reading you about his, it have you seen I, the bruises i looked at it but i bruised it's hand not, bruised lip it doesn't have anything to do with anything that's <laughs> affecting his health really it's just it might some, no some skin condition you know no it could be many things could be many things the worst person well, maybe alive maybe. mitch mcconnell yeah really he's really bad he's a really bad person yeah talk about it say more he just <laughs> finds every little way to be corrupt and doesn't care really about what it means for the people. He just wants to get his own personal interests through, you know, and sure. that's, it, it really seems like he doesn't care about the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys, I think we, I think it's about time that we wrap up this, this fun episode that we've had on Borat. Um, Thanks to those who chimed in and let us know their opinions like Nicole Kai and, uh, Tori Young. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Nicole Kyle, Laura. Yeah. Nicole oh, I'm Kyle. sorry. Nicole Kyle. Uh, that's what I meant. Hey, Kyle Nicole Kyle, by the way, she's like number one fan. Thanks for always tuning in. Nicole I know. Kyle. Thank you. Appreciate it. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, our band, we have a band called Little Person and we've been recording <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. new songs during this uh, quarantine and we're on our way toward finishing those. So look out for some new Little Person tracks in the new year. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you guys wanted to plug real quick? Uh, Laura, I'm sure you got some plugs. Just check out the new Slave video. <laughs> it's out by Foxtails Brigade. And the new track is on Spotify. If you like the song, please share it and download it from Spotify or save it on Spotify. It helps us a, a lot for you guys to do that. So, yeah. If you want to listen to the know, song for free, go to Spotify. That's the place we recommend. 
also um, there's some other Fox Souls Brigade keep tuning in to Fox Souls Brigade stuff because they're coming out with some other songs. We're going to be one of which I think is like really good. Thank you. Yeah, a new song a month. That's our new format. I mean, not, so, I, they're all good. I'm just saying, like, one was my favorite, though. You know, is what I'm trying okay. to say. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'll Fox ask you Brigade offline what that is. Just started. There. Just started new releases every month. The first one that came out is Slave. It came out this past Tuesday. A month from now, it will be another song, another brand new song you guys haven't heard yet. So, mm-hmm. My plug is Go Vote. Um, again, I know it's the top of the... I know I yeah. said it at the top Meaning, of the show. Vote for Fox Hills Brigade 2021. <laughs> no, that's bad. No, vote, vote for Biden. Uh, yes, vote for Biden. Vote for Biden. Uh, this and is going to be our Biden. last show we, before the election. Also, don't, oh, my too, God. So, oh, yeah. God. It's but really we probably won't bonus. know who wins for a while, right? Why? We might know by the time we do our next episode. I mean, I should hope I so. so. I don't know. They, like, I just hear people talking about how they, right. it could take weeks or maybe even months to, like, I think we're going to have a pretty... Out. I hope it's Honestly, a big landslide where Biden wins. By I hope so, too, of course, but... I think we will have a pretty good idea of who the next president is a week later. I don't think this is really going to go on for, for months. But then again, this is this is a, a year of not know. knowing what's going to happen, so... Right. I Did was you guys hear an, about... I was reading an article in a Forbes article. It was quoting an Atlantic article. I mean, please do go vote for Biden, but, I mean, just plans that the Trump administration is making to try and um, get around that through the Electoral College and not ha- trying to make it so the Electoral College doesn't follow what the voters go by. Anyway, it's And did you hear about did you hear about in the swing states that there's uh, Democrats, undevoted Democrats who were getting death threat calls from people it's saying terrible. they're going to they have their phone number, they have their address. And if they vote for Biden, that they're going to like kill them and stuff like that. Well, where did you that's hear happening? That? Can you imagine? Where did you hear that though from? It's a news story. From what uh, source? <laughs> Fakenews.org. No, I'm kidding. No, it's true. I swear. It's real. Okay. I heard it from a very reliable source. I cannot tell you my sources, but I'm telling you, it is happening. Look source. it up. It makes it seem more it unreliable. <laughs> no, I swear. Look it up, guys. Look it up. Look it up. This is a big story right now. She can't leak her sources, you guys. She no, gets this information. Story. She can't reveal it, but. I'm ki- she- She's no, got seriously, a big piece Democrats of are getting times. threatened. They're getting threatened, okay? It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Look, I mean, yeah, that is fucked up if it is happening. But even if it's not, this is an important election, so get out there and vote. Um, right. I think that's yeah, going to be... Very important. I think that's just And your it. vote is confidential. Your vote is confidential, so do not worry about, you know, whatever. Don't yeah. be threatened. Vote, um, for, vote for life. <laughs> vote to save the planet. Yeah, vote for vote to save the Mother Earth. Um, uh, vote so for again, totally tell me we are on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook for our live show. These episodes then go up on all podcast apps. So however you want to listen or or watch, we appreciate. Try to tune in for the live episodes if you can. They're every two Sundays at seven p.m. Our next episode is going to be uh, November eighth at seven p.m. with Kendra McKinley, who is a, a great artist friend of ours, musician friend of ours. Uh, she's been on the show before. She is really great. Yeah, I, I love her. Um, she's been on the show before, and she's back, and uh, we're really excited to have her. So tune in for that. What movie uh, are you going to be doing? We are likely doing Kajillionaire, which is the new Miranda July film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will. I guess that's actually a good segue to let everybody know too that I announce these movies ahead of time on Instagram. That's kind of just the easiest way for me to do it. So if you want to know what the next movie is. Check out our Instagram. Usually a week before, I'll, I'll post on there for sure what what the movie is, so you could 
if you want to watch it ahead of time. But I, I would say very likely we will be watching Kajillionaire by Marina July, which you can find on Amazon Prime. So with that, thanks again to our guests this week, Max and Nikki. Thanks for being on the show, you guys. Great to have you back. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we'd love to get you back Mm -hmm. on here again soon. Thanks again. Hopefully, you know, in person, you know. That would be be nice. That would be nice. It might be a while. Mm. Uh, Thanks, Laura, again for co-hosting with me. Thank you. We will be back in two (laughs) weeks with another episode of Totally Tell Me.